Welcome back, everyone, to Daily DVR. My name is Axel. You can check us out at DVRpodcast.com. You can become a patron and support some independent podcasters over here at patreon.com slash DVR. And hey, we have a new patron. It's Mike, one Mike. Go over to one Mike on YouTube because we're patrons of his now, too. We swapped. We became patrons of each other and uh, appreciate it. Not like wife swap? Is that like wife swap? Actually? I mean, you never know what's in the cards. I do live in Portland solo. You never know. Hey. Uh, but for now, the Portland to Detroit wife swap is not happening. We're just doing the Patreon swap. We got to talk to the wives before we do that part. Probably need their permission. Yeah, you're probably right. But, you know, sometimes a surprise is good. <laughs> hey, you know? speaking of surprise, I'm going to surprise you because today we're going to be talking about the Emmy nominations that came out as well as some other stuff that we are watching. And, of course, with me is Solo. How are you doing, pal? Uh, I'm doing good. Doing good. Taking meetings for the movie. Nice. Different distribution companies and stuff so a lot is happening so to get star city murders out there for the public it's in the works a lot of work but good stuff and uh, i've been enjoying a little tv as well and some movies so trying to uh get out of the heat a little bit it's like 100 degrees here in los angeles well man that sounds good i hope that we can soon all see Star City Murders. I'm actually wearing my Star City Murders t-shirt right now. Um, it is. Boy. I, I probably rep it two, three times a week. I wash it every time. I do laundry every day. But uh, I'm always wearing this shirt. And people give me a good look. What's that? What's ooh? They see the kind of like pentagram, you know, or but it, but it's really kind of like a, a, a sheriff's star. And um, yes. And they say, ooh, what's that? I say, ooh, it's my friend's movie. Ooh, can I see it? Not yet, baby, but when you can, here, let me have your email. I'll email you. <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't ask for email. <laughs> I'll have my I was going to say, that's pretty good. You got your little black book? I uh, just whip it out like, ooh, give me your DMs. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, Slide. exciting. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, it's it's not hot here, but I got a, I got a little AC going because I had Jack the AC man, who I want to give a huge shout out to for coming four times to fix our AC and it's working great now. So I just like, nice. Yeah. It's good for Lachlan has some like allergies and I get it too. So honestly, just running the air in the house through a filter is improved. Both of us so much, man. It's like, I, I, I really can't say enough about it. So thank you, Jack, the air conditioned man, but we're not here to talk about Jack today. Jack Bauer came over. He might have hit something. <laughs> Chloe, get fence. me the satellite. Uh, he, oh my God! You just when you said that, all of a sudden I look behind me and I saw Kiefer Sutherland's face sticking out of the air conditioning vent in my house. Wow, that was kind of hey. scary. Um, don't go to the rabbit hole. Don't the, do it. Oh baby. All right. Well. Oh, also want to give a uh, a shout out to Jessica, our other newest patron, and um, yeah. Just thank you for becoming a patron. That's awesome, Jessica. We welcome you. And uh, hit us up if you have any requests or 
or want us to watch or talk about anything and also head over to the Facebook page, Daily DVR, a TV film group on the old man Facebook or I don't know. Am I on? Are you on threads solo? You know, I, I watched the movies threads in the eighties, but I don't know what threads I'm on. I don't know. My, I, I got a thread right here. My wife beater shirt. There you uh, go. Oh no, I'm not wearing a wife beater today, but yeah, you know, I'm, I, I, I try to be in threads, but I, I usually get my, my thread from you. So. All right. Know. Yeah. I don't even know what I joined. I, I looked at it and then I was like, okay, it's at least it's a less Nazi filled Twitter, but whatever. Twitter can still be fun. You just block people and just talk to the people. Look at the stuff you want to look at, you know? But, um, I think we're both getting a little too old for the social media. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to get there. Yep, yeah. Yeah. It's just too much. And when I, and honestly, for me, it's like when I see people being like really overly earnest, sometimes I'm just like, this is not the place for this. Like I feel you. But come on, you're like on Twitter or something. I really yeah. The only you know. the only reason I stay on the Twitter is because I you know for some people that I like, that's the only way I contact. Yes, them. of course. You know because yeah. so we'll so I don't want to just up. abandon them. You know the relationships and people I built on Twitter. Yeah. Like the JD man hit me up the other day, and I was oh. like, oh, blast from the past. So I was like, ah, oh, cool. Every time Twenty One Jump Street or anything, he always comes to me. Uh, but no, JD man. So it was like, oh yeah, JD man. That's so I was awesome. just you know, that that's where it's rewarding at times when you old friends that pop up and stuff. So of course, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. And you, sometimes time goes by, you don't realize, gosh, it's been 10 or 15 years or that people have been on the, like, you know, it's, it's not such a new thing anymore. You know, there's generations of people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Time just kind of moves on and you know, you check in, but what we're going to check in on the Emmys, let's get to it. All right. Solo now surprise me. All right. I want, I want to hear a couple of your guesses of what shows are outstanding drama series. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, Shiza Permanente. Yeah, I don't even remember lot. what the heck was on. I don't remember <laughs> what the heck was on. All right. Uh, well, the first one I'll guess Succession's got to be on there, right? Yes, you're right. Okay. And, and, and this is covering what's the, the calendar? Oh, okay. It's covering. Um, I'm pretty sure. I th- thought it was March to March. Uh, but I, let's I, see. I want to say if, you're. Uh, you may be right because I remember last was last year. Everything was dumped, like March 30th or something through May June. There was like a ton of streaming and cable services that dropped. Was it last year? Was the offer last year in Tokyo Vice, or am I two? Is that two years ago? I don't even know anymore. Um, I think it was two years ago. Oh my god, I'm losing time. How, now, how do you? How would you look that if you were to Google that? How would you look that up? 2023 Emmy Emmys. Uh, time. Uh, not time frame. No. Or eligibility eligibility yeah yeah okay shows that aired between june 1st 2022 and may 31st so it's later may 31st so basically june to june 
2022 to 2023, which is which is always strange because we're always thinking year, and that's two half years, but it encompasses re- what I guess. I think it used to be like August to but now then it moved back to summer. At some point, they'll. I mean, does it really matter? It's like arbitrary, you know. Yeah, um, I guess they just want to have them at this time of the year too, because they don't want to put it near the Oscars. Right, right, right. So, the, well, because the Emmys are they in September? Yeah, I don't even remember when that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. So, okay, that makes some sense. So there God, are still, things not like Silo uh, wasn't isn't eligible. A bunch of other shows, if you think of art, they didn't finish their run or air a majority of their episodes. To qualify, a series must have aired a required number of episodes. But I don't see what the, what the uh, what the number right. is. Oh my god, was that two years ago? Tokyo Vice and oh all, no, oh man, no, god. maybe maybe Tokyo. Well, now it is, but I think it was last year, though. But I guess it's, it so. Is. It's been like over a yeah, like a year, yeah. right? It hasn't been two years. No, so I don't they think would. It's been two years. So they would drop into that, right? Are they, or am I a year off? This is fun podcasting. Trying to figure um, out. I think you're that. a year off solo. Uh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay, it's like a year Solo's and a half. Confused. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, Solo's confused. Hey, oh, so they hit. Confused. Oh, they hit the end of to get in for the Emmys last September. Yeah, right. Okay, that's that's where I'm getting confused. Yeah. Okay, so right, here let's it do is. This. Um, in I just. Oh, read do you want this. me to guess? Or? No, yeah, I no? do, but I, I have a little bit more info for you. In 2023, the TV Academy got rid of a hanging episode rule which allowed studios to post episodes that aired after May 31st on a platform to be considered. Now, if a series begins before May 31st, but airs a majority of their episodes after, it will be eligible the next year. So Good. that's why like, like Silo... That. Right, okay, so just to clear that up, they are... This is constantly in flux because... It's about two things, right? When the actual show is, because this is all just about a show that you can sell ads and make money on, right? That's what the whole thing is ostensibly about. Right. And uh, when it's going to air, so they have to air in the middle of the year, but then also it traditionally is trying to cover that September to May prime time, uh, you know, network dump of shows which doesn't really exist anymore right like shows come out all year round so they could just move it to january 1st to december 31st and it we'd all it it would coincide with everyone's best of the year list but then they'd be going against they'd be within a month or so of the super bowl and the oscars right no yeah it makes sense to do september because traditionally that's when the season usually starts yeah well network tv anyway uh, so it makes sense to not have it around the Oscars. So it's confusing, but you know what? It's all good in the hood. Yeah, you know, on the DVR podcasting fun. network, we, we don't mind crazy dates. All right. You got succession. Keep going. Okay. You, you know, and, and I'm not sure if some of these are eligible. Is the bear on there? 
No, I don't know when season but one it was. is a because that is considered a comedy oh. mostly because of its runtime. Oh, we're we doing jo- dramas. Yeah, this is dramas. Okay, well, Solo Solo didn't get the memo, or he just he got the memo, just forgot about it in five minutes. Okay, so is Last of Us? Did Last yes. of Us make it? Yep. All right. Um, shoot, marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I don't even know if that shows on the no. Nope. Well, <laughs> you are actually you're you're kind of four for four because that is considered a comedy. So that's an oh, that's, oh, that okay. is outstanding so, comedy series. I didn't realize that was a comedy. Okay. Uh, I got. Th- I'm trying to think of shows, Axel. I, I'm. Well, you're doing good so far, man. Yeah, maybe maybe I should just like. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> or fifty fifty. Okay, I'll be your friend and I'll just tell you. <laughs> all right? Okay, all right. Let's just do that. Um. All right. Better call Saul. Nice, right? Oh yeah, that's right. House of the Dragon. Right, because that remember what, that okay. started what like in August or something of last, didn't it? Oh yeah, just you after. know what? I would have guessed yep. those, but I totally forgot where they landed. So I'm glad you're reading them. We're phoning a friend. Good. Okay, we already talked about the Last of Us in Succession. The White Lotus, because it came back, is no longer considered a miniseries like it won for last time. Ah. So it is now best drama. Um, and nice. two more yellow jackets, which we were n- both not in love with the really? second season. Yep. Yellow oh. jackets. Okay. And for reasons people love the show, I kind of tuned out of it a long time ago, but I might, I, I might have, I might try this season. I don't know. The crown. One life to live. Yeah. The one oh, life the to live. Sands through the hourglass, baby. The crown on Netflix. So that is the, oh, oh, I forgot one. And this is the one I think that, uh, I know Ando is sitting there listening to this going, come on, Axel Andor (laughs) from Disney plus. So very nice. I haven't seen it. I uh, I don't have Disney plus. Okay. But, but I'm going to do one of those when me and the wife are ready, we'll, we'll get it for a couple of months and just go crazy. Um, but Andor, I mean, I heard great things about Andor, so that's good that it got nominated. Yep. So Andor, Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of the Dragon, The Last of Us, Succession, White Lotus, Yellow Jackets. What's your pick? I'll be honest. I mean, we we did our right now top five, and Last of Us was number one. In a weird way, I'm rooting for The White Lotus, though. I really loved the second season of white Lotus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm assuming success, succession will win, but you know, better call Saul was probably the best of the bunch. I'm going to go better call Saul over succession. I'm just going to go with better call Saul. I have high hopes. Um, but I will say this one show that I wish would have made it. Let the right one in. Oh, I, when we did our top 10 at the end of 2022, I was, currently watching it uh that i highly recommend i love that show like so after that pod i finished like the last four or five episodes and it was really good oh it was really good so just a little shout out there for let the right one in on showtime yes i ended up watching a bunch of episodes i think i watched the whole season of that and it was really good i don't know if it got yeah renewed. i enjoyed Did it that get renewed I don't know. You know, I don't know. Solo, Folo. 
I don't know. I was trying to be you there, Axel. Like, I don't know, Sola. Yeah, I'm not sure if it got renewed. Huh. That's a good question. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. What would I pick? Well, you know, I think it's really cool that Andor um, got a nomination. And deservedly, so I thought it was a great show. And I think you'd really like it, Solo. You don't really. Oh, even, I know I would. Yeah, you don't even have to be a huge uh, like Star Wars nerd. It's actually the least nerdy. Like, I'm a huge Star Wars wannabe nerd. Like okay. I'm not fully a Star Wars nerd. Yeah, but I did get it. me going, and I'll, I'll I'll geek out. You know what I mean? Like once I get, I'm not. I don't have to have it every day. But throw me in that universe, and I feel like a kid yeah. again, and I get excited. You'll party yeah. in the most icely cantina. Hell yeah, Bubba, Catfish, everybody, Matt, come on in. <laughs> Let's do Glenn, it. Glenn, you're already here. Um, but, yeah. You know, I'm going to go. I, I'll tell you, I'm going to do what you said, which is like who will win, right? I think Succession is going to win. Um, I just think it's just that show. And it was the final yeah, season. That was my first instinct. You know, yeah. I just think it is. I kind of wish that Better Call Saul or White Lotus or Andor or House of the Dragon, which was my number one. I just don't think House of the Dragon's going to win. So I'm not saying. But I, I mean, I love that. I, I really love that so much. I don't know. Just I have to say, great list. It's a good category yeah, this year. Good category. I don't have any problems with it. Um, I mean, The Crown, I don't watch it, so I can't. Say it shouldn't be nominated. I, I refuse to. Yes, exactly. Tell a show could it be nominated if I don't watch it. That's not fair. <laughs> but you know, I have my personal favorites, of course. But no, it's a solid list. Uh, you know, I, I I'd have to say they probably did get it right. Hey, I didn't see The Crown, but I could see if people really loved it, and that is a high quality show. Um, when I'm seventy five, so. I might watch it. You know. Maybe eight. Get a little nostalgic for the royalty, the royal families and <laughs> stuff. Get nostalgic <laughs> for Harry and Meghan or whatever. Yeah, you know their podcast, whatever the hell they're doing. Do they're, you remember? I, did you hear that about that Bill, Bill Simmons yeah, story? He got in trouble. So, like, <laughs> so what? So what? Real quick, what? Ha so he was supposed to meet with them, and and, and but oh, the meeting was cra he called Harry a fraud. I don't know. <laughs> And I think I, he was just, I and, heard and it. Not our Harry. The other. Yeah. I heard What's it. That? I heard it when he, when he said it. And I remember yeah. thinking to myself, Oh, he's going to get shit for this. And then when he actually did, it was like a joke. And I mean, who, no, he was just kind of, he was, they were just laughing about the fact that they, like so many other people, it's like, you know, the, um, the woman who did, who wrote and directed Fleabag, and she's in the new Indiana Jones yeah. movie. She just saw her on the cover of Vogue or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's she became a huge star. Phoebe Waller Bridge. She signed yep. like a twenty million dollar a year development deal with Amazon. Came up with one show with Donald Glover. Dropped out of it. And just took the $20 million. And then guess what? Amazon re-signed her to it. <laughs> so she, this is like, but this is like Harry and Megan. They sign a deal to do podcasts. They end up doing like one or two. Now, let me tell you oh. something, folks. If Amazon wants to give Solo and I $20 million, we will fucking make 20 podcasts a month. You know, Different podcasts. And then the and next we'll, month, we'll, we'll do 20 more. we'll have at more. least 50. 
at least we'll have at least 15 to 20 movie ideas. I know it would be crazy, you know, to get started at Amazon. We'll, 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 we'll hit ABC and do the Dharma years for everybody. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. And, so. and what we'll do is what we'll call, we'll call a character Carlton in it. And we'll like freaking shoot him up in the first scene. Oh, damn. Oh, is that too soon? Too we'll soon. Get Harold Perrineau to come in and star. Hell um, yeah. Harold Perrineau is my guy. And I'm going to be talking out. about him. Nice. Oh yeah. He's from, my guy from, yeah. You were, yeah. you were watching from, which was renewed for season three, by the way, which nice. is exciting news. Cause you want to find out those mysterious answers. Harold is the best, but, um, that bill, Phil Simmons, uh, Phil Simmons, that bill, Phil Simmons, quarterback <laughs> of the giants. <laughs> Jeff Hostatler. Um, anyway, he was just laughing about it, like how people sign these big contracts, they do shit, and then they make all this money. That's all. He was, it was yeah. it was kind of silly. That's why I think it was just it's just you know, man. It goes to show you when the NFL is slow, like all of news is slow. It's like this whole country. Right. Oh, I know. Resulted. Isn't it amazing? Crazy. Oh my god, you're right. Crazy man. I think ESPN we're much more loses, happier in the fall. <laughs> yeah, I think they lose millions of dollars a day just from people not caring because the NFL is like in a dead zone right now until what? Well, it's only about a week and a half till training camp, right? Or a week? A few. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So. That's uh, oh exciting. shit! Yeah, yeah. At the end of the month, probably. Yeah. Um, and and honestly, they 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 don't cover hockey. They barely cover baseball. And they freaking talk NBA all the time. And I, I'm just so sick of the NBA right now. Oh, my God. It's yeah. all people talk about right now. And it's like there's nothing. I mean, the draft is a joke. I mean, it's just, it's just oh, my God. Yeah. Um, you know what, Folo? I'm going through <laughs> not a midlife crisis. I think I went through that in my 30s. Oh, but, okay. uh, yeah, I went through it early. Um, but I'm, I am just... I love sports, but honestly, I'm starting to pull away. I'm starting to pull away a little bit on certain things. And I used to be obsessed with every sport and everything. Now I'm just, I'm just, now that I have more going on in my life is probably why, (laughs) but you know, career wise, but I'm just kind of like, I'm so sick of being disappointed. I'm so sick of, you know, my hockey team having the best season of all time and then losing in the first round. Like, my angels don't they they don't know what the hell they're doing. You know, it's just like, eh, but then when football comes around, you know, I got my CFL going on right now and I get my NFL. Mm. Uh but it's going to be tough like I'm a diehard Boston Bruins fan Axel and how can I root like how can I watch regular season now? It doesn't matter. It doesn't freaking yeah. matter. So you, you know, I'm I'm going through a a a reevaluation of my sports life right now and I'll I'll report to you in the fall. Come up with. Hey, I am right there with you because the and it's funny that the brutality of the NFL, which is something that's turned a lot, I, I don't know, a couple people I've talked to like in the last month or so just randomly have been like, yeah, I'm not really into the NFL anymore. It's just horrible, man. Like, and, you know, a lot of people, I think, were turned off when the dude died on the field <laughs> and then and now yeah, he's oh, coming yeah. back and the NFL is See, I, I'm like, afraid to watch him. Dude, this is what is ridiculous is that he's coming back to play and nobody, no sports person is saying like, maybe this dude should just like sit it out. You know, he, he was granted this gift 
of get coming back to life. Maybe, you know, there's just a message being sent to you. You don't need to be playing football anymore, bro. Like you got your millions. You're going to be fine. Everyone's going to treat you gold the rest of your life. You're the dude who came back to life. Move on. But he's coming back and and everyone's like, yeah, he's a lock for comeback player of the year. Lay lay that bet now. <laughs> like, yeah, oh you, God. Think, you think? Um, but yeah, dude, it kind of, you know, I, I really dug the NBA playoffs and I watched almost all of it for the first time in a long time. Mostly because there are a lot of teams with big men, and I'm like, there's. An, I don't think anything's more boring than a three point shot. So if you have some big guys down there, and the people are actually passing the ball around too, I love watching that. Um, but now well, I have no interest in the regular season, like you're saying, because yeah. I know that they just don't play the load management thing. They don't play. So why the fuck am I going to turn on a game? one of 80 something games that's why football rocks dude right it's 17 games that's it the first game they play as hard as the last game and that's it you know what would be interesting axel it's going to be very interesting the next say 10 years for you because lachlan's going to be reaching that age where he may be playing basketball he may be starting to get in, say, college hoops. Maybe you'll watch it. It'll be interesting to see what his fandom be- really becomes. Yeah. I know he watched some football with you, but if he gets diehard into college basketball, I know Perry, your wife, big Duke fan. Yeah, she loves uh, but I'm wondering, I'm wondering if Lachlan's choices, if he goes on his own, say, Dad, I love basketball. I want to watch all the time. Would you, you know, and you're spending time with him, watching it with him. You may become a fan. True. bigger fan than you think Definitely. you know so it'll be interesting to monitor how that works out and what he gets into yeah. and what you guys both so that that's kind of be fun to see what where where it goes you know all of a sudden you're an oregon ducks fan and i'm like what <laughs> yeah. hey that's how i got into it i mean i became my father was a baseball fan um but he just took me because my parents were divorced and a lot of times it was just me and him for different reasons he usually didn't pick up like all three of me and my brother and sister at once it was usually was just me i spent the most amount of time with him and he took me to nets games and he took me to jets games and i just became a fan of basketball and foot and then really i kind of dipped out of basketball once i got into football but then when my stepfather came into the picture he loved the knicks and he grew up playing he still played basketball he was like 57 or something when he married my mom which is actually Mm -hmm. older than me when i think about that sometimes i'm like holy shit wow i was like nine when they got married and he was 57 so it's like i'm I'm like wow that that shows you you can have different lives so he lived until his 90s but anyway it that is how you get into sports through you know, someone you're caring about. My, my dad, to, my dad was, yeah, my dad was diehard and everything. And yeah. so I watched games with him. And then when he'd be on the road, I'd have the beta machine. And I would record games for him so he could watch him when he came home in the early 80s. I'm like six years old recording stuff. That's where my obsession started. Yeah. Uh, and then we got, we got into the USFL together, the CFL. Like that was all my dad. Like, you know, so it, it's just, and then every time we talk, we talk sports, even yeah. though I just say the crappy angels, the crappy cowboys, and <laughs> he's more optimistic about his Bruins and Celtics. And but anyway, but um, um, I will tell you this though, Solo, 
Lachlan, he probably watches football the most. He fell out of the NBA. I got back. I watched the playoffs because he wanted to watch it. And he was playing basketball at the time. So I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. let's watch it. And then he was out by like the second game. He was like, "Eh, I'm okay. So he kind of like me. (laughs) He likes playing it more than watching it. I always liked playing basketball more because it's so easy to play. You just need a ball and a hoop. But he wants to start playing. He just told us this week. He's like, Dad, I really want to play tackle football. So I don't know, man. We had kind of Uh, said we weren't going to do that. Um, But there's a part of me. My nephew got into football, and it has really been a huge positive in his life as far as his just even his. it's helped his academics. I mean, he's just... He, the kid is in much better shape. He seems happier. He's he he's more outgoing. Well, it just really. Gave I him I will say this. Since we're on the, I will say this. I played football in high school. Unfortunately, it wasn't a football injury. It was a off the field injury. Why I couldn't finish high school football. But you know, and I know with the safety issues, and at least now, I mean, like when I played football in the nineties, it was much different. Uh, you didn't get much water. The helmets were, you got a, Oh, I got an, I made varsity. I got an air helmet now. Um, but, but the camaraderie and the, uh, of your teammates and strategy. And just like you said, you know, no, you know, learning your body and what you can handle, what you can't. And then, you know, to be honest, the ladies love the football players. It definitely helps in the social aspect, but there's so many elements as a young man that it is truly beneficial, but I would never, ever nowadays, like before maybe, eh, you know, maybe over 20 years ago, I'd be like, why aren't you playing football? You know, now I get it, yeah. you know, cause I was old yeah, school. Like you just played football, yeah. you know? And, and, and I was really good at soccer too, but I wanted to play football more. Um, and, Oh shit! So I, I couldn't. You could run that much solo. You, well, I oh, saw dude, pictures I, of you. You know, were in yeah, no, great no, shape, I, dude. I, I, yeah, I was in great shape for two thirds of my life. The last third, since the lost days, <laughs> I met you. Yeah, <laughs> just when you, yeah. just when Folo got to the picture. Yeah, when you got in the picture, yeah. Whew. But uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I was. Yeah, no. I I could. I mean, I went through. I played football, basketball, baseball, soccer. I mean, I was in great shape for most of my life. But now, as every year, yeah, yeah, I played. I played soccer from like sec- third grade to, uh, to to high school. I didn't play in high school. I played oh in middle my school. God, I was so bad. Well, you know, my famous story is that I was on a team with Claudio Claudio Reyna who later went on to like play in the world cup and USA soccer. And now there's this big fucking big drama about his son getting kicked off the team. And then his wife went and told on the coach that he like slapped his wife 20 years ago or it was, it's fucking insane. Oh my God. But anyway, we played on the same team and I was by far the worst because I was just too tall and gangly. And I just was, I mean, I was like probably weighed twice as much as anybody on the field and was bigger. <laughs> and he was just this tiny little fucking rocket, man. And he could, I, I still could remember even back then. I mean, God, I was probably eight or nine and he was like 10 or 11. I think he's a little bit older. He, he could 
kicked. It was like he was just walking with the soccer ball. You know what I mean? It was like a part. I right. And I haven't seen much live soccer, so I can't say I've seen that much. But when I do see it on TV, I'm I recognize. That. I was like, holy shit, man! That's a different kind of sport. All right. Outstanding comedy nomination. <laughs> Outstanding lead actor in a drama. Jeff okay. Bridges, the old man. Wow. Yeah. Brian Cox, Succession, Kiernan Culkin, Succession, Jeremy Strong, Succession, Pedro Pascal, The Last of Us, Bobby O for Better Call Saul. Strong list. Well, I, I, A lot of succession, yeah, though. I mean, didn't, yeah, I didn't see, I don't watch succession. That's too much, dude. I, I'm sorry. But I love the show, and you could argue for, Brian Cox should not be in this, um, but of spoilers i don't want to get into why but he should not be in this but kieran culkin jeremy strong both deserve it but having three you have like 500 scripted shows and half almost yeah half of the slots are taken up by one show i just think that's ba a bad look so even though they all this is a good category i just think it i don't like that hmm yeah, it's like give some love to something, you know. Uh, I mean, I know the whole it's the last season kind of thing, and you know that, but there's just so many, you know, there's so many great performances out there that yeah. just will go, you know, just go overlooked because it's, you know, the CAA, ICM, whatever train. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, anyway, insane clown posse, ICP. Um, it's magnets. <laughs> So I skipped over outstanding comedy series, Abbott Elementary, Barry, The Bear, Jury Duty, shout out. Great that that was nominated. Uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Brett Maisel, uh, Only Murders in the Building with uh, Catfish and uh, Bubba, <laughs> Ted Lasso, which everybody loves except me, and Wednesday on oh. Netflix, which is like an appeal to the kids. That was that was Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch Wednesday. What do I got to say? Yeah, I got stuff to say, Axel. Um, you know what? The one thing I'm going to say right now yeah. is I want to watch Jury Duty. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, me too. Uh, but I got, yeah, I got nothing really to say. Okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. The Bear, weird okay. that it's in comedy. Also, Barry is not a comedy. But that's okay. That's these are weird. I just think, honestly, in my opinion, they should not define it. They should define it by like length of time. It should be like best half hour series, best hour series. Right? Is Barry half hour? Yeah, Barry's about a half hour, but some of the episodes are shorter. Some of them are longer. Right. But that we hey covering the Paramount, we've seen that's like a thing, right? Like. That's all over television nowadays. Even House of the Dragon, one episode is like an hour and fifteen minutes. One episode was like forty-two minutes. Right, right. How did yeah. how did and just like that not get nominated? I know. Hey, I like that. Have you been watching that? Are you up to date on it? I'm a couple episodes where we just finished the first season finally, okay. and then we watched the first two of it's the new fun. season. It's weird, but it's fun. It's weird. And it found its footing, I, I felt, by the end of the first season. Mm -hmm. 
And then they kind of know where they're at with where the ladies are in their life, the new characters. And, you know, it just seems like they're trying to replace Samantha with new characters, see who fits. And yeah. the real estate agent is kind of fit in that mold. Um, uh, Saul good, Saul Goodman, uh, Homeland, Mandy Patinkin, Saul, his wife, from Homeland. <laughs> that is uh, right. Well, she's been in a ton of other stuff, but, um, but you know, in a weird way, like, like, yeah, maybe the tampon episode, <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> it, I don't know. It was, it, 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 I don't know. It's one of those shows where it's not even close to what it was. Of course, uh, it's a different style. I mean, the 20 something, 30 somethings are now 50 somethings. Uh, and Chris Noth was one of the reasons why I told my wife, yeah, I'll watch sex in the city with you. Um, and then of course, Mr. Big, you know, Peloton, that whole thing happened. So I was a little disappointed he wasn't in the show, but then I felt it lost its footing, but I feel like it's gained. It knows what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm surprised like the Che character, the uh, actress from uh, Grey's Anatomy. Um, so I'm learning a lot about transgender and all that, like they, and like, so like, I, I like being educated about common times, like what's going on. So like, I've embraced the show and I, I've, and, you know, it's not my type of show, but I've embraced it and I'm kind of liking seeing, I don't know, the other side of things from a female's perspective, you know? And my favorite character, though, was one of my favorites was Stanford, and I know he passed yeah, away. Yeah, uh, which best. which but I love. Stan- Every time Stanford showed up in Sex of the City, I gave him like a norm. Like I just love Stanford. I don't. He just. I don't know. But uh, no, it, it's you know. Uh, the only thing I'm mad at is Christ- Kristen Davis. I just wish she didn't have work done. She's so beautiful and didn't need it. I mean, I don't know her personally, but <laughs> yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of that on that show. That's no, I, I know. You know. I know. That's but, a lot of that on but, TV, right? No, it's, it's in life and yeah, everything. And it's yeah. too bad because she was a natural beauty and you know, did she re- really need it? But you know, who am I to, that's, that, I just, I, uh, yeah, man. Cause I think, uh, Miranda, uh, forget her. I forget her name off the top of my head. I don't think she's had any work done. She's just natural and see she she's embraced it, I, I think. I think the thing with um changing your face in any way that an actor or actress does it is whether you do things that are permanent or whether you do things that are not, right? And I think you look at some people who went overboard. I'll give a male example, Bob Costas. And a female example, Nicole Kidman, they look like they had a lot of like injections and shit. And then they backed off and looked better because Nicole Kidman came out like she kind of got a face refresh and everybody was like, whoa. And then within a couple months to a year. Oh, hey, look, the next thing she was in, she looked normal. She didn't have she didn't go under the knife. She just had shit injected into her face or smoothed out or acid peels, right, or, right, right. you know? And I think the same thing. I remember Bob Costas, though. I think he did get a little bit of a face of where his eyes are a little off now. But what are you doing? Bob? It, hey, you know, I, the thing, you know, I'm of two minds of it because I, I kind of feel like, 
man, when that's your job for every, and it is your solo, you're an actor for everybody to look at you. And if they look at you in a certain way, I, I could see that pressure. That's your life. You know what I'm saying? Like a hundred, a hundred percent. This is the problem though. And it, and it goes for everyone. How we perceive ourselves is a lot of times different. How other people perceive us, brother, where, Melanie Griffith, right, or whatever, beauty, all of a sudden gets this facelift and gets, and probably to her, like Heather Locklear, and, you know, some guys as well. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Ped, look at Simon Cowell. Look, look what he, did, he right. did to his face. I mean, you look in the mirror and to yourself, or you take that selfie, and you're like, oh, that looks good. Mm-hmm. Like, you may think it looks good, but other people are like, no, it doesn't look, you know, the majority <laughs> of people might be like, you know, you actually, you don't look good. You, yeah. you, you know? So, so it's like, I think like maybe they feel like they look so good by doing it. Yeah. And you, but the pressure as well, of course, like body you know, multi-million stuff too, yeah. man. People, when that's, you know, pushed into your head, Instagram life, you know, and that's like, you're living yeah. that as an so, actor and actress. So whether it's bad advice or you just made a mistake, you know, um, because you may, and, and a lot of times it goes the other way where you think you look terrible and you're so critical, but other people are like, you look fine. Exactly. You, look, you know, you know, and, and I mean, I, how many times have we looked back at ourselves? Like for me, especially when I was in great shape, I thought I was fat. Right. And then I look back at, it, I go, what the hell was I thinking? You know, what, oh, what was yeah, wrong dude. with me? Yep. You know, like you just put so much pressure in the now that you don't realize, but like, be honest, I'll tell you a little story. So 4th of July, my buddy Abby took a bad picture of me. And, of course, he sent it in a text chain as a joke. Like, and I was just like, I looked at it and I got so mad. I'm like, what are you sending that picture yeah. out? It's like, we're drinking and I'm like, you know. but then I looked at it, I go, you know what? If I was in better shape, I wouldn't have to worry about that. So I'll, I started really going hardcore again uh, and, and, you know, doing some the intermittent fasting and working out and all that stuff. And I just said, you know what? Enough complaining about, oh, I don't look the, the way I want. You know, I'm just going to do it like how I was two thirds of my life. So I just said, you know, it's, it's on me. Man, I shouldn't have gotten well, mad at him because I'm out there. It's on me. It's also you know? just one of the many faces of solo. You know what I'm saying, dude? You got your good. You got your bad. It's just being a human And you're being. ugly. <laughs> Yeah, everybody shits, everybody sneezes and farts and you know what I'm saying? Like it just we're yeah. all human beings, but when yeah, you are yeah. in an industry where your look is what is you and, and is your brand and all that, I can understand why people you know, do, but like I said, I think that's what it comes down to is whether you do things that are permanent or whether you do things that are temporary. That like right. that fade away Botox injections fillers that kind of shit. Right. Also, a lot of a lot of men and women, everybody does a lot of this contouring makeup now, and makeup can really, I mean, you know as well as I, you can completely change the way a person's face looks with makeup. You know, um, you know, one hundred percent. And and to take a tidbit from the Star City Murders, there was a point in the uh, there's a warehouse scene in our finale. And it's an intense, long, like grueling scene. It's hot. I was sweating so much. And I just said, you know what? I don't want makeup. I want it to look real. And I want, I don't want like for my character, 
I, you know, there's a point, you know, there's points in the film where I, you need that because yeah, they definitely. gave me makeup to make me look more like hungover and made me look terrible. And then I gradually get better throughout the film. But then in that finale, it's like, I didn't want the makeup because I was like, you know, I'm going to sweat it away. First of all, <laughs> second of all, the realism and everything, it's all good. Let's, let's show solo raw up there. You know, and it works. <laughs> it works. Solo, he likes it raw. Um, speaking of, all right. Speaking actress. of which, <laughs> I skipped over. And I also, also, I say this too. When it comes to actors and actresses, I think it's very fair to point out plastic surgery or makeup or way person that is their job. So I don't think you're being like, look, going on Twitter and adding someone or whatever. Like, don't you don't have to be mean. But in general discussion, right. if you say, hey, that person looks different. I'll give you an example. Um, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> He's my the God. poster child. Yeah. And, and then it becomes part of the roles, right? Like it, where, it works for him. Eventually yeah. it works. You know, when he was playing the bad guy in Str- Iron Man two or it, and different, yeah, or it looks but like the thing is fucked up in a fight or something. Right. Oh, when he's Marv and sin city, yeah. but, but Mickey Rourke was one of the most sexiest, handsome man's on man on the planet. And he just went <laughs> he through a, a personal mans. issue. He was, he was sexy man. <laughs> <laughs> he was not Leslie man, but sexy man. No, but he, he really was. I mean, he was freaking. Yeah. And then he just started boxing and wanted to, he wanted his face to get torn up. It's just, yeah. that's another weird thing. But, yeah. well, hey, you know, it, it, all, all I'm things. saying is, I love, you know, I don't blame anyone for doing it. There's a lot of pressure choice. in Hollywood. It's their choice. It's a lot of pressure yeah. in Hollywood. But it's just sometimes, I just wish people realize how beautiful they really are. And it's okay to age. And it's yeah. okay. To, 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 to be you and you don't need all this bullshit, but you know, that's just me. I just, you know, I think also it's, mine. it's nice sometimes for men to say, Hey, Hey, women out there, you look beautiful. The older you get, we don't need you to look like you're 19. Exactly. You know what? One example she's not done. I don't think she's done any like work work, but I thought Helen Mirren, was better looking at 60 than she was early. <laughs> I thought she was, I think she's gorgeous. There's, there's you know? men out it's there weird. who don't, you know, who aren't, who like that look, who like someone who was not, it's like, it's like people who put filters on photos. Why'd you ever put a filter yeah. on a photo? Like, I just don't get it. That's just me. I would never do it unless it was a joke, but I, you don't need that, you know, like, all right. Yeah, I, I just yeah, yeah, what Outstanding I know. Outstanding comedy series. <laughs> um Didn't we do that already? No, we didn't oh, no, do we the didn't. series. I skipped over it. Oh no, we did talk about it. Yes, that was Hibarian. Okay, yeah. we talked about it. Uh but we didn't Let's talk about actresses. our pick. I love the bear. I think that's good. <laughs> Old I like only murders getting some let's see, uh, outstanding lead actress. Sharon right, Horgan, bad sisters. Haven't watched this. Um, I haven't watched it. Heard very good things. Actually, I watched like a part of the first episode. It's like these Irish sisters, and I think they're going to like a funeral or something. Um, Melanie Linsky, Yellow Jackets. Elizabeth Moss, Handmaids. Bella Ramsey, Last of Us. Kerry Russell for The Diplomat, Netflix, scoring Emmy. And Sarah Snook for Succession. Um, Great list. I don't have anything to complain about on this list. I mean, Carrie, I didn't love the diplomat, but she's great in everything. I'll give her. You know what? I will say this about Carrie Russell. 
I mean, we were big Americans fans. Jeez. And I remember, and I've probably said this a hundred times, but maybe on the defunct film list, who knows? But when she, she has a cameo in Mission Impossible 3, J.J. Abrams puts her, and she played like, you know, an, uh, an agent. And I thought she, I was like, oh my God, she needs to play more of this type of role. And then she does the Americans. And I'm like, see, J.J. Abrams knew. <laughs> he knew, dude, the master J.J. Abrams' son knows shit, dude. J.J. Abrahams <laughs> knows a lot. All right. Now, now I'm just going to point out some different um awards okay some okay different nominations. yeah i'll just point it out okay um martin short got the only murders nod for lead actor over uh steve martin maybe they're going off and on um let's see lead actress in a comedy natasha leone for poker face that was on some of the lists we talked about christina applegate for dead to me i stopped watching that seems like also could have had some more nominations in both of those categories um for white lotus fans supporting actor is like every dude in the white lotus imperioli theo james <laughs> sharp the kid f murray abraham um and and it's all succession too um mcfadden i can't how, how, wait mac faden mcfaden yeah, how do you pronounce his name? Matthew, Matthew McFadden, I believe. Yeah, I think I think I've heard it said a different way. Oh no, anyway, uh, Alan McFadden, Scarsgard, uh, cousin Greg. So that's all the. Well, uh, you know what? I only know Matthew McFadden from Ripper Street, my show oh, I watch. He was in every BBC show that was ever made. Yeah, like two thousand five <laughs> yeah, to two thousand twenty. Like, but him and our boy Braun in uh, Game of Thrones. The reason and i started watching it but i love that old english kind of you know and it's a great show that's the funny uh, thing when succession started after brian cox i was like oh yeah that dude i radio he was the one of the only people that i really recognized i mean kiernan culkin you recognize him but he looks like four of his brothers i always get him mixed up well if he's home look. alone you would recognize <laughs> that's true um Outstanding supporting actress in a drama, Saint White Lotus everywhere. We got four white lo five white lotuses, the crap. crap, and of course Ray Seahorn. Thank God, love that that, that she is uh, nominated. Um, outstanding supporting actor in a comedy, James Marsden was nominated for Jury Duty. So that's pretty cool. Nice. And I like, I like that James Marsden. Ebon Moss Backrack, uh, who is, remember him? I think the first time I saw him was in Girls, and then he showed up in the um, the Oscar Isaac um, music Coen Brothers movie. Remember uh, that? Yeah, Inside Lewin Davis. Yes, he showed up in that one. And Her Henry Winkler got nominated for Barry. Um, Henry Winkler. Yep. Yeah. It was good to see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, and this is actually the outstanding limited or anthology series. Beef, Dahmer, Daisy Jones, Fleischman is in trouble, which I thought I liked that. I thought that was really good. I kind of forgot to put that on my list. And this one you're going to love solo. Taron Egerton was nominated for outstanding lead actor in a limited series or movie for Blackbird because Blackbird nice. is awesome. 
that's my that is yep. my show. And um, Stephen Yuen. That would be that would have been great. I don't know. I think I might have watched Blackbird after we did our list. I can't remember, but it would be. That was last year. Right it was up online. There. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. I don't think I had three. watched it yet. I don't think I had watched it yet. Yeah. But yeah, Blackbird would have been. And oh, then there's a lot show. of other ones. We'll 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 talk. Let's get to what Solo's been watching. That was fun. A little. Yeah. You know, let's stuff. do that. Let, why don't you bring right. up some stuff, Solo? All right. First off, I want to give. Two movies I watched. So, Magic Mike Three X or whatever it's called. So my wife wanted to see it, and I I was avoiding it, but we finally sat down. Um, and I always forget Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh directs these films. Um, the movie was wasn't that good, but I will say there's the big um, early scene with Channing Tatum doing us dance for Salma Hayek and it's one of the hottest things oh my god it's like whoa what a way to start a movie um and then we uh, I've been behind on summer movies but I we did go see Guardians 3 finally and I love Chris Pratt and the crew it it was my wife loved it they did a lot of backstory with uh, Rocky Raccoon which actually touched me in a way, and I thought the film had some really good, some good heart to it. But it That's was just like, but it wasn't anything like, ah, you know, mm. it wasn't. It, I give it a, a solid B. Yeah. Um, you know, I enjoyed it, but I probably am not going to watch it again. And that's where. Like it's it's weird with this whole new phase. I don't even know what phase of Marvel we're in, but like after Avengers Endgame, it's just kind of there's been some good movies, but okay movies, and it's just just goes to show you it's so hard to keep up. Um, I mean, and, they've been going for like fucking fifteen years or some shit. Yeah, I mean, it's like give it a break. I think they need to give it a break for a little while, but they're <laughs> I mean, they're gone. coming out with like blue beetle or whatever. And all I mean, there's so many different that I, I know nothing about and I'm just like, okay, nah, you know, it's tough because, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, that, that, you know, the Avengers, that was the big, you know, but Hey, if there's, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so, so, you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> all right. So, you know, it, you know, you know, so, oh, one one show, Axel. I don't know if you ever watch. You ever see the? So, I, years ago, I watched the first season of Wayward Pines with Matt Dillon. Hell yeah! It was on network, loved that. Hell show. yeah! Well, I had forgotten they did a season two. Oh, with I Jason remember Patrick. it was bonkers, dude. Yeah, we just finished it, and I freaking loved it. I was like, it was like fifteen, but I bought it on Amazon. I'm like enough because I'm all about trying to finish shows I never finished. And that's kind of been my my thing right now, and so I, we we binged Wayward Pines. I freaking it was awesome. It was awesome. It was fun. That is Iman Huntsu was in it. Yeah, that's a very fun two seasons of television. That um, if if I could imagine someone discovering that, you know, and being like, oh wow, this is really neat because it was just. What was that Fox, right? That was back in the day when Fox would yeah. put on at least once or twice a year some weird ass sci-fi weird mystery show 
and you know most of the time they didn't work but you end up sometimes with some fun seasons of tv yeah and and, and i guess season two didn't have great ratings so because there's i believe there's three books um so they didn't do a third season but man i had a lot a lot of fun with it i enjoy I, I really enjoyed it and it was a different type of uh you know season and they brought back some of the characters of season one and yeah. got rid of them quick <laughs> uh my girl carla gugino she uh okay uh but uh it, no it was very very interesting i had a lot of fun with it all right let's i got three more shows to mention axel hit me let's hit from so nice mgm plus they had the first like three episodes well i could have sworn it was the whole season free on amazon and then after three or four episodes they're like now you must subscribe so i said screw it you know i'm in this show so for any of you who haven't watched it harold Perrineau stars eon bailey uh the the wife from the bridge and uh uh, what's, uh, I, I don't remember her name. I apologize. Maria full of grace was her big breakout movie. Oh, that's right. That was a great movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. Solo. I didn't connect that. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, and she played, uh, you know, one of the, she was in the first season of the bridge, another show I like. Um, so, you know, I love Axel goes, you need to watch this show. It's like, you know, a town you're in and you can't get out of it. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm in, yep. I'm in, That's just it. give me that time. So my, I finished the finale last night. So I watched the first season. I'm okay. going to say this, this okay. show, it, there's episodes that will blow you away. There's episodes that'll put you to sleep. There's episodes that you're like, okay, you know, they're building something for the next episode. And then there's parts of like, oh my, my God, why are we do, you know, so I got mixed feelings about mm-hmm. it from mm-hmm. the first season. I'm going to stick with it and watch the second season because, you know, I want to, I feel like they're, they're trying hard and, and, and with good reason with the character development, but sometimes they take too long on certain characters who we can't stand or, like you have, have you seen the first season? Yeah, uh, from? Yeah, yeah, I've seen both seasons. Oh, you have. Oh, yeah. you've seen both. Okay, so the 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 one of the guys that was in the car crash that is kind of like the tech genius or whatever. That dude's just enough already. I, I, <laughs> that dude needs uh, needs to go. It's just too much. It's just too much. That guy, every time that guy's on screen, I'm just like, oi. Um, but, uh, but uh, you know, I think half the characters are really good. I love the woman who runs the uh, colony house, the older woman. I think she's fantastic. Yeah, uh, Harold Perrineau is great. She's really good. Uh, Eon Bailey I've always liked from Band of Brothers and stuff. Um, I thought, I always think he's like Matthew good or said, there's another actor who looks like, yes, he looks um, like a Yeah, you're right. Yeah. One of those, he's got that look that a lot of people said to him, you should be an actor. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, the mystery's interesting. I mean, I love the, the monster stuff 
is freaking awesome. But they've gone away with that a little bit towards the end of the season and going more the mystery of how to get how can we get out of here. Uh, and it ends on an interesting cliffhanger, a very interesting cliffhanger. Uh, but I, you know, I hear season two is better. I feel like they need to focus on certain their strengths versus they're trying to interweave so many characters. And again, it's so hard when you don't have a cast like lost. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, there were some unknowns in lost, like no one knew who Josh Holloway was, but it just, that you just got so hooked on the, and I'm not getting hooked on most of the characters. There's some I am, but there's some I just don't. Eh, I'm kind of like they could die at any time, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, what is what is are you, are you feeling this? I feel like it's, I feel like the cast it could could have been better. Half, about half the cast could have been recast. Um. You know what? I'll say this about from, and I think I may be doing a pot. Maybe we should have you come on this pot. We should wait until you finish season two. Cause Trey reached out and was like, Hey, would you want to do a pot about from? And I was like, hell oh, yeah. Cool. So we should do that because it's yeah. good to have more people talking about it. This is an interesting show for me. I totally, I love the way you put it. Some of the episodes are a little frustrating. Some of them are awesome and they fly by. Others seem like they take three hours. They definitely yep. got into some B plots. It, 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 it does struggle a little bit with the colony. So many other shows that had a huge central mystery or uh, plot contrivance with that. It's like alien takeover. This is Mr. Who are, why are they there? Right. Lost people got frustrated. So it does frustrate you. It is at times very frustrating that you're like, why don't they just all sit in a room, tell each other about this, that, and the other thing. I don't want to spoil. And maybe this, we could move the plot along. But I, I think that season two did do a better job of, of blend, like Lost did with the flashbacks of relating the B story to the A story better and also concentrating on some more interesting characters and a lot less on some less interesting characters. So it does do that. There's new stuff. There's a lot of weird shit and new stuff that happens. And I would say the last three or so episodes really are kind of like a rocket and, and, and you really, a lot of shit happens and you learn stuff. So is it an a level show to me? I wouldn't put it up there. I think it, it, it kind of now, I think it's in like the yellow jackets, uh, kind of arena to me where, right. I think it could be great but it's still struggling a little bit to just get on with it and commit itself towards an end game. And I think when it does that, it'll have more focus, but um, yeah, season two, I really like, I did, I did think season two was better than season one. It got progressively better. Um, and right. Harold Perrineau is fan is really great. Um, oh, and, yeah. uh, but overall I do think it is, a really good show and more people should watch it. 
Um, but it's not a great show. So that's what I'd say about from. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's because most, I think to be a top notch show and yellow jackets took a step back, but that first season needs to be fucking good. It needs to be like, wow, what a great season. I want more from, yeah. I, again, there were episodes where I was like, this is the, this is one of the best episodes I've seen of t- TV in a while. Then it, drops and then another one comes up you're like what a great idea that's great it's almost like they 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 plot it's almost like they plotted out a few points that they liked and it's just filling it in to get to there but at times but i I, it's just again for me it kind of feels like heroes in a way where where Hmm. some of the characters that i like but i don't like and there's i guess just not many likable characters you know what i mean and it's like they have a great idea but where are you going uh so but having said that uh, i'm interested to see season two and i i will watch season i think you'll enjoy it yeah yeah I'm, i'm i'm giving it time it again it's one of the first big shows from mgm plus and they don't have many show, you know, they have a few shows on there, but you know, we, you know, it, it has so much potential. I just hope they can rein it in a little more and focus on certain things. And so anyway, uh, so I want to give you a crowded room. I always call it crowded house, but that's the band crowded room update Axel on Apple TV, which by the way, I was on the internet and I accidentally saw the title of the book. Yep. And I was like, okay, I know exact. And after having seen the, um, the little trailer about 20 times, cause they run it in front of so many of the Apple TV plus shows. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, I see exactly what Solo's talking about. It get, there's no, there would be no mystery to it. They should just get, you know, like that's kind of frustrating if that was a mystery. Yeah, because I mean, based on the book, don't read if you if you yeah. just don't don't read what that credit because you'll figure it out. Anyway, having said that, since we last talked, the last I think two or three episodes have been amazing. Oh wow! And here's why. Yes, what? Well, without spoiling it, you kind of get a, the major reveal early on. Oh, okay. Like, I think like f- episode four or five, you kind of. It's figured out. It get, they give you a little hint, and then they fully come clean. And so you're like, but it's halfway through the season. Why they? Because there's so much more to go with this, and how they and the Amanda Siegfried character. So you get pieces of her. Then they do an episode about her, and they fill in the blanks, and it freaking makes everything on her side makes so much more sense, and it's amazing, and she's. It's one that episode. I'm like, oh my god! And then there's this episode. I believe it's the last episode, and I, I can't get into it because I don't want to spoil you or anyone listening. But the way they handle a central theme, because there's that one theme of, you know, why the Tom Holland character is the way he is, and it, it, it's unsettling. And but they do it in a tasteful way. They don't. They don't throw it in your face where you're like, they, but it's, it's tough to grasp, but once you kind of get through it and you know, you let it, let it be, they do an amazing job at continuing the story 
And the, the last episode, I believe it was episode six, I want to say. Um, five or six, I can't remember. Uh, I thought what they did, it was freaking phenomenal. They, they, it was so well done that I, I, I am in on this show. All right. I cool. really am. Well, maybe I'll watch an episode with, um, with Perry. Cause I have heard that. Yeah. The, the last couple good. of episodes, the last couple of episodes have been really, really well done. And cool. I think people might've dropped off, but I would, I would suggest people go back to it, watch these episodes. And if you don't like these episodes, then yeah, it's not the show for you. But if it doesn't grab you and doesn't get you excited for the second half, then I, you know, I don't know what, I don't know. You know, that, that's, that's where it's at. So, uh, I highly recommend it. Cool. And one last show, Axel. That All right. I've gone too late, but we've started watching and we just finished episode three or four. I think episode four, Amazon prime, the terminal list with Chris Pratt and Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. Did you watch it? Uh, yeah, I watched about half the season and Perry mm-hmm. finished it. I was not uh, a spoiler and I was not a fan of this show at all. Um, right. And I felt like I would, you know, this show got a lot of shit because really what happened is the, the writer came out and said some, I don't know. He was basically just trying to bait people politically and saying like, I, you know, it was being framed as kind of like a right wing show or something like that. And which is, I mean, come mm-hmm. on, it's Amazon, whatever. And it's just, it's a TV show. But for me, that had nothing to do with it. What had to do with it is I think they should have switched Chris Pratt and Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. <laughs> because Chris Pratt is a terrible actor and Taylor Kitsch is not. He's great. And he's compelling, and when he's on the screen, you want to look at him. And Chris Pratt, to me, has become what he was playing in the beginning of Parks and Rec. That is who he is now. He is a regular dude who got a workout coach and paid a lot of money, and he got bit. He just, I don't buy him as tough. Or anything at all. I keep on waiting for him to be like, ooh, like, like in Parks of Rec when you're such a baby about everything, right? Like, that to me, he's. Oh, wow. I loved him in that show. And every everything he's done since has been real. I, I like him in Guardians of the Guard. What is it? Guardians of the Galaxy? Because yes. he's playing a doofus, which is what he should play. I just don't yeah. think he has leading man capabilities i hated the jurassic park movies so that really sank the show for me that he was supposed to be this like tough like and i i don't know that's oh that's me i'm i'm done well my chris pratt experience i'm the opposite i mean i don't think he's the greatest actor but i think the star lord type roles he's really good in that's like perfect for him because i really first saw him in her and then guardians and and I didn't realize he was in Parks and Rec because I haven't watched really oh, Parks okay. and Rec. Yeah. So so I didn't know his goofy side and that whole side before. Oh, so I'm good, a, man. So good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I, I am a fan, but you're right. Taylor Kitsch would have – He would have been – he would have – if it was switched. And 
have you noticed Taylor Kitsch and Tom Pelfrey look exactly the same? <laughs> he, I, I love Taylor Kitsch, man. I, I thought he was great in that True Detective season. I think, yep. I think he He's awesome. is awesome. Yes, and if let, one day maybe we'll cast John him. Carter and Battleship just bombed. That's uh, yeah, what prevented him. Yeah, he he was great in choices, the Waco. Man. I know. He, in Waco, you're right. He was he fantastic. Played David Koresh. Yep. Just he's just yeah. bad choices. He made bad. Cho- he was an it boy, and he fell for it, and he took the mo- well. But I mean, hey, he he's an actor. Hey, you got to do what you do. If it freaking worked, if it yeah. freaking worked, you'd be the biggest star. You know exactly. You know, it, but you know what? It, it, it's I'm glad I you know it's a treat because I forgot he was on the show. So, um, I'm we're enjoying the show. Uh, at first I'm like I don't know, but then like I don't know, kind of. Yeah. kind of digging it i i get i you know stuff. i'll be honest i'll be honest it's you know tv and film have become once again for me a getaway where i'm trying not to be i'm not as critical yeah as i once was and i'm just kind of trying i'm like you know what i'm watching something i want to enjoy if i don't enjoy it i'm not gonna watch it and i just try my best i mean c- certain things i'm not gonna like you know it's just yes you know, the way it is that's just but, the way but you know i'm and some things will never change, <laughs> but uh, but I don't know. Is, it is. I love but it. you know what? I will say this: I wanted from to be like law. I'm 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 searching for my next loss, and it's just not happening. <laughs> keep searching, Solo. Hey, I got yeah, gonna, a couple I'm shows. Keep Ready? Oh, let's do it. I'm going to throw one at you that I can't believe. I don't even know if we've talked about this show before, but it is so up your alley that. You are gonna fucking love it. Hijack on Apple TV Plus. Oh, it's on my radar. We're just trying With to Idris, save up baby. a few. Oh, yes, man. my boy Idris. Let me tell you something. This show, if you want to watch a show where Idris is on a plane and it gets hijacked, spoiler alert: the name of the show is Hijack. <laughs> um, if you want to watch that show, they fucking made it. And it's on Apple TV. You can watch like four episodes right now. You will start at episode one. And by the end of episode four, you will be like, that is fucking awesome. I love this show. It may end up on my top 10 list of the year. It is not the greatest thing ever. It's not saying it. It is just a fun, awesome, action-packed, Idris Elba-filled Great oh, and really, the Idris casting Elba. is fantastic on this show as well because it's got a lot of folks from over the pond who know how to act, went to school for it, and, and repertoire or whatever they do. Um, great, <laughs> you recognize so many of the people from all the BBC, IT, whatever, all that shit. Great cast, wonderful. The story just keeps going and pumping and moving. I love it, man, and you're gonna love it solo. Well, I'm excited because I got hijack saved up and mm-hmm. little Jack Ryan <laughs> saved up, baby. Yeah, Jack Ryan for me, I said to Perry, I was like, you know what? This is season four of this show. I've watched three seasons of this show. I can't tell you one plot point. <laughs> I don't know anybody's name except for Jack Ryan, but I like the show. And bunk. But yeah. you don't know, you know his name. I don't, it, it just, it's a good show. It's fun. It's Amazon-ish. It's action-packed. It moves quickly. Krasinski yeah. is great. I think that, I like that dude. 
I love, and we're big John Krasinski fans in the Sintazo household. I like it. So, yeah. So it's just like, we're just, we excite, but we plow, we're just say cause I guess there's six episodes. I think the last two dropped this week or uh, something. Okay. So we're we'll just gonna, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do the old binge action. Who's he married to? Emily season. Blunt, right? Yeah. She's yeah. awesome, dude. See, that's, a, that's dude, your like, she's that dude is, he's a smart dude. Cause she's fucking awesome. Um, no, that's a great, great couple of yeah, night, you Jack know, Ryan. They collaborate on the Quiet Place. Hey, I'm with a big the, fan. Of. Oh yeah, Quiet Place. They're making a whole new universe. There's going to be a prequel and a day one, and like, there's oh, going to be cool. a Quiet Place TV show or some shit. I think at some point. Uh, but hey, Solo. Yo, just checking in. Don't have to get into it. Spoilers, but I think at the end of the season. I want to try to find maybe someone who watched it when it first came out or someone who knows more about the show and we do a pod on it. The Lazarus project. Oh baby. Whoa. I need to post about this this show more and talk. This is fucking great. I love this. This is the number one show for me right now on my, I agree it on my list. It's my number one. I freaking love this freaking show. 100 percent. i love the characters shiv is my guy i love shiv i hated him in the first episode but i love him <laughs> now i love shiv uh i love the act the actress i forget i'll get the names down but she is awesome the young the younger and then my boy tom burke from cb strike i mean i i just i love this show this would be lost to me if there was like five seasons. I think I'd be, I'd be like, I'm obsessed with this show. I really enjoy it, man. Yeah, I think Ugh. it's great. And I don't want to even talk about it because one of the things that I love so much about this show is that I knew absolutely nothing about the show. Right, and right. it just came on, and I watched it, and I was like, okay. This is awesome. Now, supposedly, it's been renewed. I'm looking online right now. And supposedly, so, it was did renewed. It, it, I'm but, assuming it had aired in, in the UK way before because TNT has been promoting it for a while. Let's, I mean, they let's pushed get it this and pushed down. it. You know what, Solo? I Gareth. Don't, I don't even know. Gareth, I'm, no. Okay. Sky, it was Sky Television. On okay. Thursday, on in August 2008. 22 they announced that sky that confirmed to reprise their role series two will air in 2023 so later this year awesome so we're getting season one right now so in was, yeah we gotta i gotta find a way to get it i remember uh <laughs> i i never even knew what sky was until dark ufo in the lost days yeah sky one or my boy ian lee used to podcast about lost over the pond yep I think his name was Ian Lee. Ian Lee. There's a lot of hilarious over there. That sounds right, Ian yeah. Lee. Uh, but La- I think yeah, it's him. He so was hilarious. He was awesome. hilarious. Lazarus Project, the star who we should give a shout out to, his name is, I don't know if I, I hope I'm pronouncing it uh, correctly, uh, Papa Esidu is the star of the show. He plays George. And let me tell you, this guy is fucking awesome. Like he, oh, he's great. The the changes in the character. Yeah. All right. I don't want to talk about it. To everybody on the show is great. If you're not watching Lazarus Project, and what is it again on Solo? TNT. TNT here in America. But Sunday nights. Yeah, get it on on demand. And this should 
I, I don't know. I, I, I need to tell more people about it because it's such a great show and it's so fun. It just, man, I, I, this is such a rare show that you hit play and I don't do anything for the hour. Yeah, no, I can't. Like I I'm just watching I that. Do I don't look away and then it, it ends and I'm like, Oh, it ended. Yeah. I'm like, Oh crap. Cause one thing when you watch on TNT, they have a bad way of cutting the commercials in at the worst time. And they show the same commercial like three times. Like the break <laughs> will start with the same commercial. Hey, kids. I don't remember what commercial that was, but oh, my God. But, yeah, it's kind of bad that way. The, the, it's abrupt. But that kind of aids in the, oh, it ended thing, right? Like it's so, yeah. it's so weirdly like it just ends and then they're, they're going right into next week. And I'm like, oh shit, it just ended. I don't want to see the what's coming. But um, yeah, such a good show, man. Um, yeah, no. Nah. Let's see. What was something else I want? What have Perry and I been watching um, lately? The Bachelorette came back. Little kind of fun. This kind, a little, you know, we covered that on the DVR podcast network for a couple seasons. Sarah and I. Um, oh, yeah. and they got rid of a lot of people that had been on the show, like from the beginning, including the creator, Mike Fleiss is now not, not part of the show. And they got like new producers and for the first time, a woman is like show running it. So it's made some changes where it's more fun to watch. Actually, we're only like two or three episodes into this season. So I would say for people that kind of dipped out, you might dip back in. They also... Um, have done a pretty good job of not casting Instagram people. Like they're like actual real human beings. Not every person is like a software salesman who is an Instagram star on the side. So it's, that's kind of fun, but that's all I have to say about the right. bachelorette. Um, any, any other shows that, that, uh, that I've been enjoying, I'm trying to think, I think that might, that might be the, that might be the list. Oh, oh, yeah. I will give a shout oh. out. Oh, because I always like to mention. <laughs> Sorry, got excited. That kind of hit me like two seconds late. <laughs> I know, I know. I wasn't sure if I was on a delay. Or... <laughs> oh god! All right. Um, now you made me forget. What I was gonna... <laughs> Shit, man! What I do, follow. Um, no. What I do, I got all excited. Okay. I got all so. I think it was, was it Gail or I can't remember who it was on the Facebook page had shouted out yeah, fun. on the Facebook page. on the, on the, it was Gail had shouted out the class of Oh nine, um, with what's his name? Brian Tyree, Henry and Kate Mara. And oh. we're now four episodes into that on, and that's on, what's that on Hulu? Yeah. FX on Hulu. And I have to say, wow, I really like this show. I can understand why some people may not think it's fantastic, but if you're into sci-fi shit, it tells a story of like 2009, 2023 and like 2032 or something. And it's really kind of it's like a sci-fi show, and I kind of, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. We've been watching Ooh. it. And I'm like, this is pretty good. 
I mean, it, I, it wouldn't make, it's not going to make my best of list. I guess for the right. cast involved, people thought it would be something bigger or better, but I think it's pretty enjoyable. And of course, the reason we got Hulu again was for the bear, which you haven't watched that at all. Have you solo? I, yeah, I'm going to have to Hulu a month. And, I, Chris Sparling, you, so many other of my f- close friends have told me Heath watched this damn Dude, show. You should be on the show solo. You should fucking oh, the be bear, on the show. The bear season three. Seriously. It's uh, we're only one episode into season two. And when we finish season two, we're definitely next week or the week after we're going to do a podcast on it. But it, they're only like nice. half hour episodes. Some of the episodes are shorter than that. So we got through the first season in like two or three nights. And it is, I'll just say this because I think the, the main kind of hurdle for myself and for other people I've heard is that they tuned into the first episode and it's so frantic and frenetic and insane and yelling and screaming and knives chop. Like it's so fast cut. It's like memento shit. The whole (laughs) season is not like that. That is not how the show is. So that first episode is at the, it does get to that height at other times in the season, but it starts at that height. Like it doesn't get much more than the first, the first episode is like even, it's kind of crazy. There's one episode that's like pretty much all that, but generally it is just a beautiful, beautiful show. And I'll tell you what, the thing that really sticks with me about it is, thank you, buddy, is um, just people doing work, like how accomplished you can feel from creating something in your, with your own hands, like working hard, you know? Sure. Just a great show. You, you'll, you will love it. I know. I got to watch it. You will love it. Um, real quick, two other movies I saw. Oh, hit me. Uh, so I finally saw Dungeons and Dragons with Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, and a little Bradley Cooper. Great fun. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, it was, I saw that in the theater. It it was a, that's right. I remember. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was good. And, uh, well, I watched Hypnotic, the uh, summer <laughs> movie with uh, Ben Affleck and Robert t- Rodriguez. <laughs> Affleck. Oh, sorry. You know, Robert Rodriguez, I've always been a fan of. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Ben, I, I like a little Ben in of my course. life. Um, but, man, the show... There's some cool elements of it, but at the same time, it really, I, I, uh, I don't even fucking remember it. We watched it like three weeks ago, dude. Oh, you watched it? Oh, you did watch it. It was very forgettable. Alice Braga's in it, which I love, but it just, yeah, nothing great. Oh, uh, I did take Lachlan to see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, how'd you like it? I haven't seen it yet. I thought. It was very fun. Totally. That that usually means it wasn't great, but you had a good time. It it wasn't great. It was not a great movie. It it was much better than Indiana Jones and Shia LaBeouf and Monkeys in the Trees (laughs) and getting into a refrigerator during a nuclear blast. (laughs) It was much better than that movie. Um, I actually may have enjoyed it more than Temple of Doom because I... Temple of Doom is a great movie, 
but it's really dark. You know, it's not the yeah, most fun movie. Yeah, it um, isn't Temple of Doom. In in essence, does that actually take it's place a prequel. before Raiders? Yeah, it's a prequel. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I heard yep. that somewhere, and I'm like, really? Um, I liked Crystal Skull. I know it was a little goofy and stuff, but it was just like for me, one of the first movies I remember going. My dad taking me was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, I must have been five years old or whatever. It was the I think other than a couple of drive-in movies, that might have been the first actual movie theater experience. That I, that I remember that I went to. I dig it. And man. so just to see Indy back, you know, I, I dug it. I love seeing Marion. She's one of my favorites. I know Bill Simmons doesn't like Mary, but I love, I love Karen Allen. I've always been a big fan. So I'm, I'm going to go see it in the theater very soon. And just to see Indy, it's probably the last time. We, you know, Harrison Ford's 80 now, you know. Yeah. But it, it just, you know, and I, but I didn't realize Spielberg did not direct this one. No, no. Um, it what, was James uh, to- Mangold. To- yeah, James Mangold. I was saying Tobe yeah. Hopper. He did a great job. I thought the movie was fun. If if it was on, would I like watch it again sometime? Yeah, maybe. I don't think I'd seek it out. You know, maybe someday yeah. I would. Lachlan enjoyed it. He thought he thought the same thing. Hey, it was fun. Um, Phoebe oh, cool. Waller Bridge was great. Um, at all the you know little, and there wasn't too much of the CGI. I mean, they did the face shit where he looks young, and sometimes it looks right. They did they did correct yeah. the mistake that Martin Scorsese made when he was like, "Let's get a seventy year old guy to play a thirty year old guy," but when he walks down the street, he looks like he's seventy still. So instead, yeah. you just put his face on a thirty year old guy, which is what they did here. Um, uh, okay. Sometimes you I know can a lot tell, of people have a problem with it. Yeah. I know a lot of people were like, I'm like, well, what are you yeah. going to do? You want an Indiana Jones or not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they, <laughs> I mean, and unfortunately Spielberg, I mean, he thought Shia LaBeouf was going to be the next Harrison Ford and was trying to plan the franchise. He loved, maybe to he take, loved and then, Shia, man. He loved that. He kid. loved he him. He loved yeah, him. Yeah. He really loved he him. He loved him, but you know, the, you know, it, it is what it is. Too you know, many the hot story. wings, too many hot wings. Yeah, or, or hot shots. But yeah. <coughs> well, with that cough and a mention of Shia LaBeouf, have we reached the end of we the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I just want to say I'm really looking forward to the new Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Yeah. Um, it, Mission Impossible is one of my favorite film franchises Run, of all Tom, time. Run Tom Run. Run Tom Run. Uh, Rogue Nation is still my number one, and it's in my like top twelve movies of all time. Uh, I love Rogue Nation, uh, but I've loved I love every Mission Impossible movie. Three, the J.J. Abrahams one was my favorite for a long time, but Rogue Nation overtook it. Uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. I love seeing Tom in the movie theater playing Ethan Hunt. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's better, so, James Bond or Mission Impossible? Oh, Mission Impossible. I'm I sorry. agree. I agree with you, man. I'm ne- I lo- I, there's a part of I love James Bond, but there's a lot of them that are not too good. And Mission Impossible, no, in, they're in, all fucking great. There's a lot more. Yeah, I mean, they're better quality movies. There's a lot of Bonds that, I mean, for its time, they were fun. And everything. And believe me, I love Bond, and I love especially the Daniel Craig ones. And the I mean, I think too. the Daniel... 
yeah, I think the Daniel Craig ones, uh, well, at least Casino Royale, Skyfall, and uh, whatever the last one was, Live and Let... The, no. <laughs> great action sequences and great practical stuff yeah. in those, too. Fantastic. And I'm a big Sean Connery fan. Yeah. As a kid, I loved Roger Moore. He was goofy. But when I was a kid, I dug it. Um, you know, t- Pierce Brosnan was a good 90s Bond. Looked the part, but the movies weren't. You know, after GoldenEye, I mean, Die Another Day was pretty good. Uh, but, the you know, Tomorrow Never Dies, World Is Not Enough, wasn't the, they weren't the best movies. Uh, but I do still think GoldenEye was really good. Um, but but I'm a Mission Impossible. I mean, I will always love Bond. Bond can be 1B. I mean, I love Bond. But Mission the Mission Impossible franchise, I think, is absolutely phenomenal. Yep. I dig it, baby. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. This was a real fun pod, Solo. We talked about a plethora of things. A plethora. A plethora. Yeah. This was like a family-style meal. We just grabbed shit out of the bowls, put it on our plates, and served it to the uh, podcast listeners. You can check us out at dvrpodcast.com. Become a patron like Mike, like Jessica, like so many others who we love dearly. Patreon.com slash DVR. Solo, would you like to send us out? Of course. It was a great pod, Axel. Enjoyed it immensely. It's good discussion. It's what we do. Some of my favorite pods are the ones we just jump on with bullet points we haven't even told each other and just talk. That's how we do it. Want to say thank you for the new patrons. Uh, It's always good to get the support and the love for independent podcasting. Uh, And I want to say happy birthday to my wife right now. This Friday, the 14th, (gasps) it's her birthday. This Sunday is Perry's birthday. That's right. So our wives' birthdays are this weekend. Birthday weekend. So it's exciting. It's exciting. So we're going to do some fun stuff. Maybe we'll do that wife swap this weekend solo. Oh, that was Mike (laughs) and I. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We'll figure it out. Yeah, you know. I've only been married five years, so I'm not ready for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Give it another two. Get that seven-year itch. Okay, do the seven-year. All right. right. We've been together almost ten years. Jesus. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Time flies. And we're still having fun. Peace out, everybody. Hell yeah. Peace out.